Hello everyone, home alone. So I decided I would finally start, I guess this is the first episode of my podcast. I've been really, really wanting to do this for a long time. I never was confident enough to do it. And there are so many things that I really have wanted to talk about. I usually write them down or I'll tweet about it, but I just feel like I would never get my point across. And you can't really get a message across through Twitter. And then the rest, I would just journal myself. But I just noticed there were so many things I was discussing or like even when I would talk to other people, they would say, you know, you should start a podcast. You should start talking about these things. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Um, just because I feel like the topics I'm going to cover are just very applicable to people who are, I guess, my age, who are uh, in university or maybe just getting out of university. Um, and I just really wanted to make a podcast that talks about basically self-improvement and mental health and possibly spirituality and then other topics as well as they come and just share, you know, parts of my life that may just, I don't know, I'm not going to say help other people, but just, and I'm not going to say relatable, that's kind of extra, but just, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I don't know. I just feel like talking and I don't feel like talking by videotaping myself and putting it on YouTube because that's just not really my vibe right now. I don't really enjoy that. So I just want to talk, to be honest. I just want to talk. I have so much to talk about. So this is where it's going to start. Um, and I do have a lot of topics to discuss. Um, the first one I wanted to talk about, which I am positive that a lot of people will be able to relate. I actually wanted to talk about my law school, applying applying to law school experience, the whole application process, because I know this can apply for people who want to do a master's, who want to do law school, who want to do, I don't know, possibly some other form of um, post-secondary education other than an undergrad. Um, and my decision and basically why, I'm going to explain how, sorry, why I canceled um, a law school I got into and why I'm still, you know, where was I even going to go with this? Basically, I'm going to talk about how I got into three law schools and I canceled all of them because it wasn't aligning with my life path and what I wanted and how difficult it was to admit and to listen to myself instead of listening to my parents or the rest of my family or what society would say you should do, which is go to law school and go, go to this specific law school. And that's all you should be focusing on. Um, should I even start with a little bit of backstory? Yeah. So I, I'm officially, I don't even know if I'm going to say I'm, I've graduated from Ryerson because I haven't really gotten my degree yet because of uh, COVID. Like we haven't graduated yet, but basically my major was in languages and intercultural relations. So the four year degree, I did a minor in French just to maintain my French skills. Um, and basically I loved doing the degree. I, most of my courses were um, either language courses. Like I, I, my major was Spanish. Um, so I took a lot of Spanish courses. I took business Spanish. I took um, culture and history um, in Spanish. And then a lot of other courses we took were kind of um, interdisciplinary. Like I took a lot of psych. I took a lot of anthropology courses. And the focus, I guess, was on intercultural competence, which I feel like is so important in today's day and age. 
um, especially living in Toronto, I mean, you're definitely, definitely going to use that skill. So I learned a lot of negotiation. I learned about, you know, I don't even know how I would explain intercultural competence um, and like um, intercultural communication and just having that knowledge um, to bring to the table. I feel like that's very important. So definitely learned a lot. Great experience. Love the profs, love the classes. But that's not what I'm what I'm here to talk about. Basically, my point is I didn't know what I wanted to do with my degree. Um, I had no idea, you know, what am I going to end up doing? You know, we go into first year and we're like, okay, it's four years. We have so much time to just think about what we want to do after and whatever. I'll just keep my part-time job here. You know, I worked all throughout my degree. Um, but yeah, I was kind of lost. So in the beginning I was like, oh, maybe I'll become a translator. And then I took a translation course and I was like, this is legit so damn boring I can't like I honestly I'm not ready for this like I don't want to do this it's so boring it's it's not what you think it is it's like you're translating like government documents and I absolutely hated it because I like communicating with people I am the type of person where I want to talk to people and make personal connections and that's my type of vibe so I was like okay that's out the door and I was like okay I need a new game plan like what am I going to do now so I was thinking teaching but the problem with that is that even though I'm good with kids you could be good with kids. It doesn't mean you want to do that for the rest of your life. And I was like, no, you know what? My work, I want to work with adults. I want to work with like-minded people. And I want to collaborate with people, you know, my age. And I want to discuss things with people my age. Like, I want that type of environment. Um, so I was like, okay, throw that out the door. And I think a lot of people, especially, you know, like if you go to school for engineering or you go to school to become a nurse or you go to school for a very specific career, you know what you're doing. But when you go to school in, I think a lot of humanities type of courses, you really don't know what you want to do. You know, you're so confused. It could go anywhere. You could end up at a publishing firm. You could end up in HR. You could end up working in business, even though you didn't, you know, do a major in business. And it's so confusing. And I honestly feel like there's not enough support to kind of help you, you know, or guide you along the way. Like I did take a few, I did book a few uh, career counseling appointments, but I feel like they didn't really do anything. They kind of just confused me more because they would just give me all these options. Um, and the options weren't really that great either. It wasn't like full-time work where you can pay and like afford to live and survive in the city. As we all know, Toronto is so expensive. So where am I going with this? So yeah, I was super, super, super lost. I did not know what I wanted to do, um, but I knew I wanted to do something and I knew it wa I wanted it to involve connecting with people, A. B, I wanted to be able to one day use my language skills. You know, speaking four languages is definitely a challenge to maintain if you're not constantly using them. So I was like, you know what? I want to be able to speak my language, my languages, sorry, not just English. And I want a challenge too. You know, I wanted, I was like so into the idea of being like a career woman and, and this and that. So naturally my mind went to, I am getting to my point, to law school. Um, because I love school. I've always been, you know, that type of bitch that was like, yeah, I have my 4.0 GPA. Like I was always that type of bitch, you know? Um, like I never found school particularly challenging I always like enjoyed it like I was always in my zone when I was like writing essays and like I really 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 thrived in academic settings so I was like okay like I can handle law school bring it my way um so basically what did I do of course I had to research it um like obviously you have to take the LSAT and that's like kind of everybody knows that that's what you have to do and you have to research you know the different schools and I know it's different in the U.S. it's much more competitive um it's much 
um, like in Canada, it doesn't really matter where you go to law school as long as it's decent. Um, I just knew I wanted to go for, obviously, if I'm in Ontario, I'm not going to go to Manitoba or to Alberta. I'm going to stay in Ontario. So naturally, the schools you think about are Osgood, U of T, um, Western, Queens, Ottawa. Um, and there are other ones too, like Ryerson is getting their own law school as well. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go for those. I'm going to go for it. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to start studying for the LSAT, which I did. And it was, <laughs> um, do I regret it? No, because I learned a lot. I feel smarter because of it. Like, even if you don't go to law school, I feel like studying for the LSAT will make you, like, I feel like my IQ has jumped up. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, just the way you think becomes so analytical, so um, just capable of extracting a lot of information from text without really needing to read everything. Um, so, oh, where was I going with this? So, yeah. I was like, you know, I got time. It's okay. So I, I started studying for using Khan Academy, which has been by far the greatest help. You don't need to pay for a course, by the way, if you're studying for the LSAT. You don't need to pay for it. Biggest waste of money, in my opinion, because I did take a course. I ended up taking one with uh, my best friend last year. It was at U of T. And it did help me. But honestly, I I got a way better score studying myself and just using Khan Academy, which is free resources, which is amazing. You have all these free resources to study for the outside. You really don't need to take a course unless you're super bad at self-discipline because listen, those last few months, but I'm getting off track here. So basically I took the course, I think May, June, July, and this is while I was working two jobs. <laughs> so it was definitely difficult. And I was trying to study at least two hours a day, but August and September, I wrote September 21st, I think the LSAT, I was studying maybe six hours a day um, on top of a full course load at school starting in September and a job. So, but whatever, I managed, honestly, I was thriving that year. It was blessed. And my, my September LSAT, I didn't get a really good score. I got a 158, which is not considered very good in my opinion. It's just whatever, it's average. Um, so I studied for it again. I retook it this January. I got a 160, which again, it's not like Harvard material. Okay. I'm not going to flex here, but I was proud of it. I think it's good enough to get me into good schools. So this whole time I'm like, okay, I have a plan. Like my life's, you know, after I graduate, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have no foundations. I'm going to have like a direction to go. I'm going to have, you know, a future career. That was what it was for me. It was the promise of of being tethered to something after graduating and not having the anxiety of, you know, what am I doing? I have to start applying for jobs. It was that that was doing it for me. And also the prospect of money, which I will probably, honestly, I'm not going to talk about it in this episode because that's a whole other story of like just attachment to money and wanting a career solely from money instead of passion. That's, I'm not even going to get into that. So, oof, oh my God. So yeah, this was like, like I'm telling you, applying to law school is like a year long experience. It is stress. You have to honestly be on the ball about things and getting my, my application together was, oh, I did not enjoy that. I really did not like that experience, but you know, I did it. And so this year I did get in, I eventually got into three schools. So I got into so far, so far. <laughs> Uh, got into Western Queens and Ottawa and 
which are gr- all of them are great schools, right? They're super competitive. They're super great. You'll definitely get a job out of law school going to those schools. You know, they're world renowned. Um, and sorry, just taking, drinking some water. Um, and I remember when I got my, so my first acceptance was to Western. And I remember when I first got accepted, instead of feeling happy, I felt like a wave of anxiety. Like when I'm saying it was so bad, like it hit me really badly. Like I've never felt so uncomfortable. And I was like, listen, why am I feeling like this? Like getting accepted to law school is like an honor. It's like, I really did it. Like I did it. Like I worked so hard. I, I studied hours every day. You know, I didn't have a life. I didn't have a good summer in 2019 because I was studying every day. I was outside, not swimming, not going to the pool, not, you know, doing things. I was like, no, I have to study. And here I am. I got into Western, which is like considered like, it's such a good school. And I'm like, not happy. I I have like a gut feeling that's telling me no. So I kind of disregarded that. Um, and I, you know, told my parents and everybody was happy. And they're like, okay, you have to start like looking for apartments. And like, we have to figure everything out. And then it's like, oh, you have to start taking, thinking about like opening up a student line of credit and like figuring out how you're going to pay for it and this and that. And it's like, I was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Do I want to do this? Like, did do I really want to do this? And luckily you get, you only get two weeks to decide. Like what? Like I only had two weeks to decide. So then a week later I get accepted to Queens and I was at work when I got the notification. And again, instead of being happy, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, like I kind of wanted to get rejected. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like I, I've been telling my whole family that I'm a future lawyer. I've been you know, trying to manifest it and visualize it. And it's like, you got what you wanted, boo. You got it. You got what you wanted. But did you really want it? Did I really want it? And then I think a few days later, I got accepted to Ottawa. So there it is, three schools. Um, and I was like, wow, like now I have to make a decision. So make a long story short, I I chose Western. I condition provisionally accepted, which means it's not firm. You can cancel it. You can choose another school. And then I put still waiting to hear from, um, where did I apply? From Windsor, from Ryerson, from Osgood. Um, and then U of T, I got rejected from U of T, which is okay. I didn't really want to go there. Tuition's way too expensive. Whew. Wow. So I provisionally accepted to give me a bit more time because um, June 1st, you're supposed to make a $500 deposit. And I was just thinking about it. And I remember just feeling so uncomfortable talking about it. And obviously, you know, with COVID, we're not going out. We have a lot of time to reflect and to meditate and to think. And I have been thinking. I have been thinking. I've been I've been thinking. I've been journaling. I've been hoo-hoo. Oh, my God. And I just thought about it. And I'm like, is this what I want? Or is this what my parents want? You know, oh, the first lawyer in the family, the honor, the, like, it's been ingrained to me, you know, since I was a child, like you have to be the top achiever. You have to, you know, make the most money. You have to do this. You have to do that. And I was like, is this coming from me? Is this coming from my soul? Because that uncomfortable feeling I got when I got accepted to Western, I feel like that was my intuition telling me something's not right. You know, you might be doing this for the wrong reasons. And it was just telling me basically to practice stillness. 
So the kind of message of my, my, my podcast today, I know I got into it super quickly and it's a long story, but I mean, this is a fucking podcast. You're supposed to listen to stories, right? This is what we do. Um, my point was learning to listen to your own intuition and to listen to you rather than project having your parents or whoever it is project their hopes and dreams onto you and just listening to that and doing it. And I'm not saying I don't want to be a lawyer because I'm still waiting for Osgood. And and when I think of Osgood, I think I have better feelings. I have better, you know, vibes and I feel better energy coming from that school. And I don't want to knock any of the schools. Listen, they're all honors. It's 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 about me personally. My me personally. I don't know if I'm ready for it. I want to wait a little bit. You know, I haven't since I finished high school, I haven't taken one break. I haven't taken a break. I've just been in constant full-time school. Um, haven't taken, didn't do any exchanges, didn't really live, I guess, for me. Um, I did do a bit of traveling, but never, you know, extensive. So I still haven't figured out, you know, how can I know what I want to do? How can I commit and go into debt and, and, and all of this, if I don't even know what it's, what, if it's what I want to do, you know, I want to explore more and maybe just work for a while. Um, so that was kind of my whole thought process for a while. And it took me so long to accept myself and say, you know what, I think it's, I think, you know, the the point is, if you're struggling with, with, you know, going a certain career path, because it's what your parents want, because it's what's expected of you, because it's, it's the the right thing to do, you know, you're the first person in your family that's going to be, you know, university educated, and the first one that's going to be getting a doctorate degree or a master's, do it because you want to do it and not because it's what other people expect of you. And you know, at the end of the day, I think it's a, it shows more strength to go, to listen to your own intuition than to, to give in, to give in to societal pressure, to pressure coming from somewhere else. I think it's stronger, um, to do something where even though you're, you know, people are going to be upset with you and people are going to say, oh, she's so stupid. She missed out on those opportunities. If you're listening to yourself, I think that's, there's, it's so brave to me and I'm not talking about it from my own perspective if you choose to to do what you like um I think it's honestly brave so that's where I was kind of going with this is something I've learned this year has been to kind of start to live for myself and break free from all the expectations that have been placed on me to break free from the projection I don't know if you know how to explain it just what's been ingrained into my brain as, you know, oh, well, you're good at school, so you have to do this um, without even figuring out what I really wanted to do. Um, And I still don't know what I want to do, and that's okay, and I'm going to explore that. But that's, yeah, pandemic has brought out the, the philosopher in me, and I've been, like, meditating and thinking about it, and as of now, like, obviously, I don't know. Will I still be a lawyer? I might. Um, I might, yeah, I might become a lawyer. Um, because I know at the end of the day, I'll still get in. You know, my LSAT score is going to be there for the next five years. Um, but it doesn't feel right right now. All's good. I still don't know if I'm going to get in. Um, and I'm going to need to do a little bit more thinking about that. But I just wanted to talk about my story because... 
I know a lot of people are probably, I, I feel like a lot of people might choose to go to law school because they just think it's going to give you money and it's going to be the right thing to do. Or like your parents are forcing you. And maybe this is the same thing for people who want to become doctors or dentists. But I'm telling you, if your intuition is telling you not to do it, then don't do it. I know it's easier said than done. I know there are so many factors that go into this. I'm just speaking from my personal perspective. It's like, I'd rather be hated. I'd rather be ridiculed. I'd rather be called stupid than live my life. Like imagine living your life and working like 80 hours a week, however much you're going to work. And then not knowing if it was even really for you and then just living for other people. Like I find that so crazy. Like that's why I'm taking a break. I'm taking this year to just work and, and you know, find out if that's what I really want to do because it was just too quickly, too, too quick, too quick of a decision. I should have waited a year to apply, but yeah, that's my, that's my story. Oh my God. Post-grad. That's my story. My tragic little story. Um, but yeah, um, so I'm going to post hopefully post this if you he listened to this and oh god like I can't believe like people will people actually listen to this whole thing I don't know but if you have gone through a similar experience I don't know just let me know your thoughts and if you have any questions about law school to be honest I can help with that because there is a certain way to study for it um if you have any questions about like law school the application process um or you're just feeling lost about what you want to do with your life Honestly, like, just let me know. I can, I'd be glad to discuss it. I'd be glad to kind of try and help because that's really why I wanted to talk about this in the first place. But yeah, um, so that was, wow, Oof, I'm done my first podcast. Okay. Anyways, um, hope you have a great Sunday evening or hope you have a great week whenever anybody will listen to this. Um, and I will, um, Oh my God, what's going to be the subject of my next podcast? I don't know. I guess I'll see you um, in my next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you got to this point, bye.